0: Yeah, talking freedom and liberation worldwide, not just only for the nation, a radical guide. It's time to make changes, and radical education. Yeah, yeah, a Welcome to a radical really podcast. I'm your host, Jason Bayliss, Here to guide you through another episode filled with revolutionary history, contemporary struggles, and radical perspectives. A radical podcast provides an in-depth look at political and social revolutions, histories, stories and theories. We aim to shed light on the untold narratives of resistance and resilience and explore insights into contemporary struggles and movements. Together, we delve into the richness of radical thought and action, encouraging a deeper understanding of the world and how we can collectively transform it. In today's episode, we've got quite a journey ahead of us. In our weekly anarchist and radical news segment, we'll introduce you to a groundbreaking book, Surviving the Future, Abolitionist Queer Strategies a thought-provoking exploration into radical queer movement work and revolutionary queer theory. In our Resistance Around the World segment, we'll dive into the vast ocean of liberation, a concept deeply entrenched in numerous religious, political, and social contexts. We'll explore its diverse manifestations throughout history and into the present day, from its roots in religious and secular contexts, through its prominence in indigenous communities, to its role in contemporary liberation struggles. Please note that this week we won't be featuring a radical location due to the expansive nature of our liberation discussion. However, we'll share how you can contribute to our comprehensive directory of organizations, collectives, and initiatives championing social justice, equality, and radical activism. Welcome to a Radical Podcast. Let's go! In this week's Anarchist and Radical News segment, We're spotlighting a new book that has made waves in radical queer circles, Surviving the Future, Abolitionist Queer Strategies. This book, a thought-provoking collection of radical queer thought and activism, comes at a crucial time. As we grapple with global crises, from pandemics to uprisings, this publication offers a fresh perspective on queer movement work. The writers in Surviving the Future challenge the narratives of liberal hope that often permeate mainstream discourse. Instead, they advocate for building networks rooted in rebellion and mutual care. Surviving the Future, Abolitionist Queer Strategies takes an abolitionist stance, arguing against the institutions perpetuating inequality and oppression, such as prisons, the police, the state, and the dominant structures of identity. It rejects the notion of inclusion within a system that treats queer lives as expendable. The book features diverse voices, including Che Gosset, Yasmin Nair, Matilda Bernstein Sycamore, Adrian Shanker, Kitty Stryker, Toshio Marinek, and more. Their collective work spans various topics from black queer life during COVID-19 and global uprising to subversive forms of representation to the construction of anarchist trans queer infrastructures. Surviving the Future, Abolitionist Queer Strategies is an important read for those interested in radical queer theory and practice. It offers critique and a blueprint for a militant strategy of queer survival in an increasingly precarious future. This book is available at PM Press. This groundbreaking publication underscores the significance of liberation as a crucial aspect of radical movements. As we prepare to dive into an in-depth discussion on liberation movements in our next segment, keep in mind the themes and strategies presented in Surviving the Future. They serve as a contemporary testament to the ongoing struggle against oppressive systems and the relentless pursuit of justice and equality. That concludes our news segment for today. Stay tuned as we transition into our next section, delving into the history, dynamics, and impact of various liberation movements across the globe. A guy, that's what this is, the world of In this week's Resistance Around the World segment, we delve into the profound concept of liberation, A compelling force in diverse religious, political, and social contexts, notably in indigenous communities, liberation plays a pivotal role in the struggle for justice and equality. From examining liberation pedagogy to tracing liberation concepts roots in religious and secular contexts, we're set to analyze liberation movements in depth. We'll highlight the confluence of anarchist thought with liberation theology and movements deciphering well-known historical and contemporary liberation struggles. Join us as we navigate the intricacies and varied manifestations of liberation throughout history and into the present day. Before we dive in, let's clarify a couple of terms. Liberation, in its broadest sense, refers to gaining freedom from limiting external circumstances, oppressive forces, or internal constraints. It's about achieving a state where one can fully express their potential, unhampered by social, political, or personal restrictions. Pedagogy, on the other hand, refers to the methods and practice of teaching. When discussing liberation pedagogy, we discuss an educational approach beyond the traditional classroom setup. The work of Paulo Freire, a Brazilian educator and philosopher, is instrumental in this field. He argued that education should be a dialogue, not a monologue, where knowledge is simply deposited into students. Instead, education should be a problem-posing process where teachers and students learn together, questioning their world and striving for liberation. This pedagogical approach is more than just an academic theory. It's a praxis, an ongoing cycle of reflection and action that empowers learners to challenge societal norms and work towards a more equitable society. This philosophy of education provides a foundation that allows us to understand the broader spectrum of liberation theories and movements, highlighting the importance of critical thinking and action in the struggle for freedom and justice. We can look at various religious traditions to understand how deeply ingrained the concept of liberation is in human history. Hinduism speaks of moksha, the liberation from the cycle of birth and death. Buddhism offers nirvana, the ultimate liberation from suffering. The Jewish tradition shares the Exodus story, a powerful narrative of liberation from slavery in Egypt. These religious concepts are more than just spiritual ideals. They are foundational understandings of liberation that have inspired and influenced later secular and religious liberation movements. One such religious expression of liberation is found in Latin America with the emergence of liberation theology. In the mid-20th century. Against a backdrop of widespread poverty and systemic injustice, a new perspective of faith emerged. Liberation theology, deeply rooted in the reality of the poor and oppressed, emphasizes a preferential option for the poor, a structural analysis of social injustice, a commitment to social transformation, and a theology grounded in lived experiences. This theological perspective challenges believers to see God in the struggle for justice and calls them to political and social activism to transform their communities and society. The concept of liberation is not solely religious or spiritual in nature, it also has deep roots in secular history. Ancient Greece and Rome, with their ideas of democracy, citizenship, and freedom, present some of the earliest secular expressions of liberation. Though not without their flaws, these societies introduced concepts of individual and collective freedoms that would later serve as foundations for many liberation movements. In the 17th and 18th centuries, the Enlightenment period emerged in Europe, further developing these ideas. Enlightenment thinkers like John Locke, Voltaire, and Jean-Jacques Rousseau proposed individual liberty, political freedom, and the social contract theories. While these thinkers were not liberationists per se, their ideas have been instrumental in shaping our understanding of individual rights and freedoms, It's important to note that these ideas didn't emerge in a vacuum. For instance, the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, an alliance of indigenous North American nations that dates back to the 12th century, had a well-established democratic system that has been suggested as an inspiration for enlightenment philosophers. In more recent history, the abolitionist movement emerged, notably in the 19th century, as a powerful force against the institution of slavery. This movement, characterized by figures like Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman fought not just for the end of slavery, but for recognizing enslaved individuals inherent dignity and humanity. In this way, the abolitionist movement embodied the principles of liberation pedagogy, promoting critical awareness of oppressive structures and advocating for transformative action. Feminism, a diverse and multifaceted movement, has consistently promoted gender equality and women's liberation. Similarly, the civil rights movement in the United States combated racial segregation and discrimination, championing the liberation of African Americans and other racial minorities. National liberation movements emerged in response to colonialism and imperialism, striving for the liberation and self-determination of colonized peoples. These movements, and many others, represent the evolving secular expressions of liberation throughout history. Indigenous communities worldwide have long histories of resistance and struggle for liberation, particularly against colonization. To clarify, colonization refers to settling among and establishing control over the Indigenous people of an area. It's a process that has led to the displacement, exploitation, and often near eradication of Indigenous cultures and peoples. Historically, Indigenous communities have resisted colonization in various ways, from armed conflict to nonviolent resistance. Despite their immense challenges, these communities showed remarkable resilience and determination in their fight for liberation. Indigenous movements continue to advocate for land rights, cultural preservation, and self-determination. They are at the forefront of environmental justice and protection struggles, understanding the deep connection between the land, their cultures, their identities, and their survival. Efforts like Truth and Reconciliation Initiatives are particularly significant in the context of Indigenous Liberation. These initiatives, such as the one established in South Africa post-Apartheid in Canada concerning its Indigenous peoples, aim to address historical injustices and ongoing challenges Indigenous communities face. These initiatives involve publicly acknowledging past wrongs, formal apologies, and steps toward reparations. By addressing historical trauma, and working towards healing, they align with the principles of liberation pedagogy, emphasizing the importance of acknowledging and challenging oppressive structures for transformative social change. They remind us that the liberation struggle of indigenous communities is not just about the past, it's about their present and their future. Liberation movements are powerful social forces that arise in response to oppression or perceived injustice. They are organized collective efforts to achieve political, social, or economic freedom. The impetus behind these movements is often a desire to reform or completely transform a system that perpetuates inequality and subjugation. At the core of every liberation movement, there are several fundamental principles. First, we have emancipation from oppression. This is the heart of the matter. The primary goal of these movements is to free individuals from oppressive circumstances, and oppression can take many forms, political, social, economic, or cultural. Next, we have self-determination. This principle is about empowerment. Liberation movements work to empower individuals or groups of people to make decisions that impact their own lives. It's about promoting autonomy and self-governance. This could be on a personal level or on a larger scale, like national sovereignty or group autonomy for marginalized communities. Then we have collective action. This principle is about unity. The real strength of a liberation movement is in its collective nature. It's about bringing people together, united by a common cause. This shared goal fosters solidarity, a crucial element for any successful movement. Lastly, we have social transformation. This principle is about change. Beyond their immediate objectives, liberation movements often aim for a broader impact. They seek to change existing societal structures, norms, and values perpetuating oppression, aiming to create a more equitable and inclusive society. Let's remember that some liberation movements share common ground with anarchist thought. This includes values like removing hierarchical structures, the call for direct action, respect for autonomy, and the practice of mutual aid. We'll unpack this connection more as we move forward. But first, let's bring to mind the diversity of liberation movements that have shaped history. Consider the civil rights movement in the United States. Its mission? To dismantle racial segregation and discrimination against African Americans. The Indian independence movement. Mahatma Gandhi and Jawaharlal Nehru spearheaded this robust struggle against British colonial rule. And what was the outcome? The creation of an independent India. The women's suffrage movement was an international crusade that battled relentlessly for women's right to vote. Then there was the emergence of the Gay Liberation Movement in the late 20th century. This movement championed equal rights for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, or LGBTQ+, and of course, the anti-apartheid movement in South Africa, which successfully tore down a system of institutionalized racial segregation and discrimination. Despite their distinct objectives and strategies, All these movements share the heart of liberation movement principles, liberation from oppression, self-determination, collective action, and the drive for social transformation. As we dive deeper into the world of liberation movements, we'll be shedding light on key historical events that have sculpted our understanding of liberation. Though varied in nature and context, these events share a common strand. They are all battles against oppressive systems and struggles for freedom and equality. The Haitian Revolution, 1791 to 1804. This was the first successful slave rebellion in the Americas that led to the establishment of the first independent black republic. The enslaved Africans' fight for freedom embodies the principle of praxis, the cycle of reflection and action upon the world to transform it, a key aspect of Frere's pedagogy of liberation, LGBTQ plus rights movement. This global struggle aims for the rights and liberation of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer individuals. The movement's push for recognition and inclusion mirrors liberation, pedagogy's emphasis on giving voice to marginalized communities and fostering a dialogue that can lead to transformative action. The Arab Spring 2010 to 2012. This series of popular uprisings and protests across the Middle East and North Africa challenged authoritarian regimes, and promoted political and social liberation. The use of social media to share stories and mobilize protesters can be linked to the concept of dialogic learning in liberation pedagogy, highlighting the power of communication in sparking collective action, the Velvet Revolution, 1989. This nonviolent revolution in Czechoslovakia led to a peaceful transition from a one-party communist state to a democratic government. This peaceful transition of power underscores the potential efficacy of nonviolent resistance, often a theme in liberation pedagogy. The disability rights movement is a powerful advocacy effort committed to advancing the rights, autonomy, and full societal inclusion of people with disabilities. Much like the ethos of liberation pedagogy, which seeks to empower individuals to champion their rights and transform their circumstances, this movement underscores the importance of self-determination and inclusion. It tirelessly works to shift perceptions and create an equitable society where every individual, regardless of disability, is enabled to thrive. The Solidarity Movement in Poland, 1980s. This trade union and political movement challenged communist rule and promoted political and social liberation in Poland. The workers' struggle can be linked to critical consciousness, or conscientização in liberation pedagogy, which involves recognizing and acting against systemic oppression. Labor movements, the global struggle for workers' rights and fair labor practices, from the fight for a minimum wage to the right to unionize, can be connected to liberation pedagogy's emphasis on social justice and systemic change. Decolonization movements, throughout the 20th century, numerous movements across Africa, Asia, and the Caribbean, fought for and achieved independence from colonial powers. These movements push for self-determination and independence, mirrors liberation pedagogy's focus on empowering individuals and communities to transform their realities. These historical events and movements highlight the human capacity for resilience and the power of collective action in challenging oppressive structures and systems. As we explore these diverse liberation movements, We encounter shared principles and recurring challenges that provide a deeper understanding of the complex dynamics of resistance and liberation. Next, we will explore the common themes and challenges across religious, secular, and indigenous liberation theories and movements. Additionally, we will examine the impact of larger socioeconomic systems, specifically capitalism, on these struggles for liberation. This exploration will provide a broader perspective on the interconnected nature of liberation movements and the systemic forces that shape them. As we transition to this discussion, let's carry the inspirational stories of these liberation movements and the transformative change they brought about in their societies. They serve as powerful reminders of the potential for social transformation when individuals and communities unite in their quest for justice and equality. As we've explored various liberation movements, we've seen some common themes and challenges that arise. Despite each movement's diverse contexts and specific goals, they all strive for emancipation from different forms of oppression and the affirmation of human dignity. Principles of self-determination, collective action, and social transformation unite them. One recurring theme is the importance of solidarity in the liberation struggle. Liberation movements often recognize that the struggle against one form of oppression is tied to the struggle against all forms of oppression. This understanding has led to alliances and mutual support between different liberation movements, emphasizing the interconnectedness of their struggles. Intersectionality, a term coined by legal scholar Kimberly Crenshaw, is another key theme. It refers to the interconnected nature of social categorizations, such as race, class, and gender, which can create overlapping and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. Understanding and addressing these intersections is crucial to a comprehensive approach to liberation. The challenges faced by liberation movements are not just about dismantling specific oppressive structures, but also about confronting the systemic injustices perpetuated by economic systems, particularly capitalism. Capitalism inherently leads to capital accumulation and wealth among a select few— creating an economic disparity that often restricts those needing liberation from the resources necessary to fight for it. As Martin Luther King, Jr. once said, capitalism does not permit an even flow of economic resources. With this system, a small privileged few are rich beyond conscience and almost all others are doomed to be poor at some level. That's the way the system works. And since we know that the system will not change the rules, we will have to change the system. This systemic economic inequality often intersects with other forms of oppression, such as racism. Discriminatory practices embedded in capitalist structures can further exacerbate the marginalization of certain communities. As Angela Davis, a renowned activist and scholar, has argued, in a racist capitalist society, capitalist exploitation and racist oppression go hand in hand. A striking example of this intersectionality is the prison industrial complex in the U.S., where predominantly black and brown communities are disproportionately incarcerated and exploited for cheap labor. The system profits from mass incarceration, which many argue is a modern form of slavery perpetuating racial and economic inequalities. Furthermore, the impact of capitalism on liberation movements becomes even more pronounced on a global scale. Multinational corporations often exploit workers in poorer countries extracting wealth for shareholders in wealthy nations, and perpetuating global economic inequality. To address these profound challenges, liberation movements often emphasize the need for systemic change beyond mere adjustments within the capitalist system. This can entail advocating for stronger labor rights, a fairer distribution of resources, or alternative economic systems that prioritize people and the planet over profit. In the words of Nelson Mandela, Overcoming poverty is not a task of charity, it's an act of justice. Like slavery and apartheid, poverty is not natural. It is man-made, and it can be overcome and eradicated by the actions of human beings. The path toward liberation is multifaceted and complex, with economic justice being critical. Despite the daunting challenges, these movements persist in their struggle for a more equitable and just world. In exploring liberation theories and movements, We've brushed up against a philosophical current with its rich and tumultuous history, anarchism. Anarchist thought emphasizes the principles of decentralization, direct action, and resistance to hierarchy and unjust authority. The intersection of anarchist thought with liberation theology and movements is quite profound, as both share essential goals and principles. These shared principles include the dismantling of oppressive systems, the empowerment of individuals and communities, and the assertion of the right to self-determination and autonomy. Anarchist thought often aligns with liberation movements in its emphasis on direct action and resistance to systems of oppression. For instance, anarchist groups played a significant role during the Spanish civil war. The Spanish anarchists fighting against fascism sought to create a society based on direct democracy, equality, and mutual aid, principles that aligned closely with liberationist ideas. One prominent example of the intersection between anarchism and liberation movements is the work of Noam Chomsky, a leading intellectual in both anarchist thought and critique of oppressive systems. Chomsky has frequently spoken about how anarchism complements liberation movements. In his words, anarchism, in my view, is an expression of the idea that the burden of proof is always on those who argue that authority and domination are necessary. This statement aligns strongly with the core tenets of liberation movements, which often challenge existing power structures and advocate for dismantling systems of oppression. Another notable example is the Zapatista Army of National Liberation, EZLN, in Mexico, which embodies the intersection of anarchist thought and liberation movements. The Zapatista's struggle against neoliberal economic policies and for indigenous rights and autonomy has been informed by both liberationist and anarchist principles. They have established autonomous communities in Chiapas, Mexico, that operate on principles of direct democracy, resisting state and corporate interference. The Kurdish liberation movement in Rojava, Syria, is another case in point. Inspired by the ideas of anarchist Murray Bookchin, the Rojava revolution is working towards creating a decentralized society based on direct democracy, gender equality, and ecological sustainability. Their struggle against oppressive political systems echoes liberation movements worldwide. These examples illustrate how anarchist thought can intertwine with liberation theology and movements, offering powerful strategies and perspectives for challenging oppression and pursuing collective liberation. Various religious traditions and secular theories have embraced the principles of liberation, each providing unique perspectives and strategies for addressing systemic oppression and promoting social justice. In Islamic tradition, Liberation is often tied to the principles of social justice, or adil. Adil involves maintaining balance and fairness in all aspects of life, including social, economic, and political realms. An important figure in this tradition is Ali Shariati, an Iranian sociologist and revolutionary who argued that true Islam demands political activism and struggle against oppression. Judaism has its rich tradition of liberation, most prominently symbolized by the Exodus narrative. This story of liberation from slavery in Egypt has inspired numerous Jewish social justice movements. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, a key figure in the American civil rights movement, embodies this spirit of social justice in Judaism. He saw religious observance as inseparable from social action, famously saying, Prayer is meaningless unless it is subversive, unless it seeks to overthrow and to ruin the pyramids of callousness, hatred, opportunism, falsehoods. Buddhist teachings also encompass concepts of liberation, primarily viewed through the lens of liberation from suffering and the cycle of rebirth, samsara. However, socially engaged Buddhism, championed by figures like Thich Nhat Hanh and Dr. B.R. Ambedkar, extends this principle to the social realm, advocating for societal change and social justice as key components of spiritual practice. In secular contexts, Liberation is central to several theories that critique and resist systemic oppression. Marxism, for instance, focuses on liberating the working class from economic exploitation. Karl Marx himself argued that workers, or the proletariat, should rise up against the bourgeoisie to create a classless society. Post-colonialism, another critical theory, addresses the legacy of colonialism and imperialism, aiming to dismantle lingering power structures and liberate formerly colonized societies. Influential figures in this tradition include Frantz Fanon and Edward Said, who shed light on colonialism's psychological and cultural impacts. Critical race theory, CRT, seeks liberation from systemic racism, entrenched in legal systems and societal structures. Key figures like Kimberly Crenshaw and Derrick Bell have highlighted how racism intersects with other forms of discrimination and how law can perpetuate systemic racism. Queer theory, which grew out of LGBT studies and feminist theory, challenges heteronormativity and advocates for liberating all gender and sexual identities. Judith Butler, a leading scholar in this field, has emphasized the fluidity of gender and the importance of dismantling normative gender structures. In all these religious traditions and secular theories, the fight against systemic oppression and pursuing social justice is central. Their varied approaches demonstrate the widespread recognition of liberation as an essential goal, and the diverse strategies employed to achieve it. In their various forms, liberation movements continue to evolve and proliferate as societal consciousness broadens and new forms of oppression are recognized. This section will focus on three contemporary liberation movements that, while distinct in their goals, share common threads of advocating for justice, autonomy, and dismantling oppressive structures, the prison abolition movement, the animal liberation movement and the earth liberation movement. The prison abolition movement is a radical call for dismantling the current prison system rooted in the broader struggle against systemic injustice and mass incarceration. Prison abolitionists argue that prisons do not serve their purported role of ensuring public safety and instead perpetuate a cycle of violence and social harm disproportionately affecting marginalized communities. Angela Davis has been instrumental in giving momentum to this cause. Davis co-founded Critical Resistance, an organization that challenges the belief in imprisonment, policing, and surveillance as solutions to societal problems. Despite facing considerable societal resistance, prison abolitionists propose comprehensive community-based alternatives, such as restorative justice and social reforms that address the root causes of crime, as a more humane and effective approach to social harm. The animal liberation movement is a radical departure from traditional animal welfare approaches. It argues not just for better treatment of animals, but for the recognition of animals as beings deserving of their rights and freedom from human exploitation. The Animal Liberation Front, ALF, is a notable international leaderless resistance that engages in direct action in defense of animals. ALF activists have undertaken numerous operations to liberate animals from laboratories and farms and sabotage animal exploitation facilities. The concept of animal liberation extends beyond merely advocating for better treatment of animals. It calls for a radical shift in our societal and ethical frameworks to recognize animals as sentient beings with inherent rights. This includes the right to freedom from exploitation and harm, a call that necessitates abolishing practices such as factory farming, animal testing, and hunting the movement confronts considerable challenges, particularly from industries that heavily rely on animal exploitation and from societal norms and traditions that are deeply ingrained. Despite this, it persists in its advocacy and direct action, striving for a world where animal liberation is recognized as a matter of justice. Earth liberation is a holistic approach to environmental justice that seeks to protect the planet from harmful human activities, Recognizing that the liberation of the earth from human exploitation is intrinsically tied to all other forms of liberation. Many movements and organizations, such as the Earth Liberation Front, Greenpeace, and Earth First, fall under this banner. They advocate for diverse strategies ranging from nonviolent civil disobedience to direct action to achieve their goals. Indigenous communities have long been at the forefront of earth liberation efforts drawing on traditional ecological knowledge to protect their lands and resources. Their resistance against extractive industries and their advocacy for the rights of nature provides a compelling model of stewardship and respect for the natural world. However, earth liberation movements face significant challenges. Corporate interests often conflict with environmental protections, political barriers can stifle necessary policy changes, and public apathy can slow progress. Nonetheless, these movements continue to push for urgent action to address climate change, biodiversity loss, and other environmental crises, driven by the belief that a sustainable future is not only desirable, but necessary for all life on Earth. We've covered substantial ground in this exploration of resistance and liberation. Starting with the conceptual framework of liberation pedagogy, we delved into liberation concepts, religious and secular origins, traversing through liberation theology and its secular expressions in history. Recognizing the central role of indigenous communities in this narrative, we discussed their history and current struggles, shedding light on their relentless pursuit of autonomy and respect for their ways of life. We then focused on liberation movements, their goals and strategies, and how capitalist structures influence and challenge these. We also discussed the various historical events and movements representing the spirit of liberation from the Haitian Revolution to the anti-apartheid movement in South Africa and the decolonization movements across Africa, Asia, and the Caribbean. We explored the intersection of anarchist thought with liberation theology and movements, offering insights into how these philosophies often align in their shared goals of resisting hierarchy and promoting autonomy. We also looked at the role of liberation theories in other religious traditions and secular contexts, including Islamic, Buddhist, and Jewish contexts, as well as Marxism, post-colonialism, critical race theory, and queer theory. Our journey culminated in a look at contemporary liberation struggles and movements, covering the prison abolition movement, the animal liberation movement, and the pursuit of earth liberation. These movements represent a unique aspect of the broader struggle for justice, equality, and liberation. Understanding and engaging with various liberation theories and movements is crucial to promote social justice and empowering marginalized communities. Liberation is not a one-size-fits-all concept, but a broad spectrum encompassing multiple perspectives and approaches. It's a dynamic, evolving process that responds to different communities' specific needs and circumstances. As we conclude this exploration, we encourage you, our listeners, to reflect on your role in promoting liberation and social transformation. Consider how you can contribute to these struggles through learning and spreading awareness, active participation in movements, or supporting them in other ways. Remember, liberation is not just a lofty ideal, but a lived reality that we must strive towards to create a more just, equitable, and liberated world. Radical education, yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need, not rooted in capitalism or supremacy. Moving on to our a Radical Guide update, we have decided not to feature a radical location in this episode due to the extended discussion in our previous segment, which focused on liberation movements. However, we want to remind everyone that our platform thrives on community participation and engagement. If you know a location that embodies the principles of social justice, equality, and radical activism, we urge you to add it to our platform. By doing so, you will contribute to our growing directory that houses many organizations, collectives, and initiatives making a significant difference in the world. To add a location, please visit our website at radicalguide.com and click on the add listing button in the top right-hand corner. By sharing these radical locations, you're helping to build bridges enabling others to discover valuable connections and fostering a sense of solidarity among activists worldwide. If you don't have a location to add but still wish to support a Radical Guide, there are several ways you can contribute. Simply visit RadicalGuide.com and click the Support ARG button in the top menu to explore how to show your support. Your contributions, no matter how small, are highly valued and appreciated. They help us in our mission to create a more just, Equitable and liberated world. Thank you for your continued support and engagement. Let's go! We've reached the end of another insightful episode of a radical podcast. Today, we've delved into the captivating world of liberation, traced its origins, impact, and intersections with anarchist thought, and explored its diverse manifestations in religious, secular, and indigenous contexts. We have also seen how it's used as a potent force in contemporary struggles, such as prison abolition, animal liberation, and earth liberation movements. We also introduced you to the thought-provoking book, Surviving the Future, Abolitionist Queer Strategies, Pushing Boundaries in Radical Queer Movement Work and Theory. Remember, you can grab your copy from PM Press. In our A Radical Guide update, we, unfortunately, couldn't feature a radical location this week due to the extended discussion on liberation. But remember, if you know of a location that should be featured on a Radical Guide, you can add it directly to our platform at RadicalGuide.com. Your contributions will help expand our comprehensive directory and foster a sense of solidarity among activists. We hope today's episode has provided you with a deeper understanding of liberation's complex dynamics and profound impact on global movements. Remember, the liberation struggle is not just a lofty ideal, but a lived reality that we must strive towards to create a more just, equitable, and liberated world. As always, we thank you for tuning in. Your engagement and support fuel our commitment to bringing you critical discussions on anarchism and radical politics. We'd love your thoughts, feedback, or questions about today's episode. You can connect with us on social media or through our website, radicalguide.com. Stay tuned for our next episode to explore another exciting topic. Until then, keep questioning, stay informed, and continue the fight for a world that values justice, equity, and freedom for all. Yeah, talking freedom and liberation, worldwide, not just only for the nation, a radical guide, it's time to make changes, bringing interviews and radical education, yeah, a better future, what we really need, not rooted in capitalism or supremacy, yeah, yeah, trust, you don't want to miss it, we bring the truth right to you, the past, present, and future, let's go. A radical guide, that's what this is, highlighting the diverse world of resistance, let's go.